Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Live. Hey everyone, welcome to the uh, newest edition of Real Deal Hockey with Bundy and Bill. I'm Bill Melter here with Chris Terrian. Um, we have a very special guest again today, Flyers goaltending prospect Carter Hart. It's uh, very exciting to have him here with us, and I think I can speak for everyone that we're all very excited for uh, Carter to get going on his uh, first pro season this year. Um, before we before we look ahead, though, let's talk about. Uh, you know, what uh, just happened here in, in Voorhees area with the um, Flyers development camp and uh, Carter's last season junior career before we move into that. So, um, you know, Carter, you've, you've, had a, you've been through a couple of these camps now, um, and you, you've had the opportunity to work in a during, during the course of, of the seasons with uh, Brady Robinson. You've gotten to know Kim Dillabaugh a little bit. Um, you know, I, I know every goalie takes a little bit from each coach, from each goalie, you know, each goalie they, they – they see and they work with um you know what what have you been able to to generate in your relationship with uh with brady with with, with dilly and, and in terms of things you're able to you know bring into your to your own game yeah i mean i think the approach going into the development camps and stuff like that is just to learn and i know they really preach that as we're here to learn a couple of new things and um brady and kim have a a very similar approach to the game and and i mean kim's one of the best technical coaches around and um, I think I'm very lucky to have those guys um, in the organization helping me. And, and I know every development camp I've been to, there's been one or two things that I've taken out of and uh, worked on throughout the summer and, and uh, have eventually implemented those things into my game. And um, there's been little bits and pieces that they've helped uh, improve in my game. And, and that's, I mean, this, this past development camp, we worked on a couple of new things and, there's some things that are a bit different to me, but I was open to trying, and there's things that I think will have a positive impact on my game. Carter, it's Chris Terrian, and, and uh, you know, getting in, into when you talk about the coaches, and, and uh, you, you mentioned guys like Kim Dillabaugh who's been a goalie coach for a long time. From my side of it as a former player in the NHL, how much can a goalie learn when you come into a camp, especially a young guy like yourself, highly touted prospect, can you learn from somebody like a, a Brian Elliott or Michael Neuvert last year, or even an Alex Lyon, who uh, you, you know you shared camp with him last year uh, before he went down to the American League? Is it important for you as a player to be able to see fundamentally what other goaltenders are doing? Yeah, I mean, I think going into camps like that and uh, having gone through two training camps, uh, the biggest thing I took out of it was just their approach to the game, uh, both on and off the ice, and how hard those guys work. And I mean, Alex is one of the hardest guys, hardest working guys that I know. I experienced that down in, in Lehigh and in, up in Philly at training camp and stuff. And um, but I think even even guys that I, I mean I watch just on TV on a regular basis and you see those guys and you hear about them on the news and how hard they work to get there. And um, I skated with Cam Talbot in the summer and he's uh, just his work ethic is tremendous. So I think just to be around those guys um, and learn from them is is huge. When you were in Everett, I mean, that was a, a team that uh, you went through 
uh, a change in coaches last year. You had, you know, the, the battle of mono to begin the season. So you have a, you know, you're coming into a, a bit of a new system around you. you. You know, you played a very structured kind of a system under Kevin Constantine, but yet the team goals against, you know, your own numbers were, were phenomenal, especially compared to the, to the rest of the league. How long did it take you to, to feel 100% again, you know, after the, after the bout with Mono and, and in terms of getting down Dennis Williams, you know, what Dennis Williams was installing after, after Kevin had been there? Yeah, I mean, I think it was a slow start to the year when I got Mono there. I actually got sick in Philly. I was supposed to play on one of the exhibition games, and then I ended up not feeling very well. So then uh, when I got sent back home to, or to Everett, um, I told him I still wasn't feeling good, and then I, I went in and got checked up for mono, and uh, it was a bit of a setback there, but uh, when I came back, I mean, I was I was fully healthy, when I, I made sure I was fully healthy when I came back, and we got right into the role of things there, and it was obviously a bit different with Dennis from Kevin before, and they do have different coaching styles, and they're very different people, but um, I think Dennis did a really good job of stepping in, and, and uh asserting himself as, as the new coach and, and I think it just took a little bit of time to get used to um, for all of us and, and once we did then we had some success. Carter, you know, uh, you mentioned the, you, you had the mono, you had something you had to deal with. How much did that play on your mind? I mean, you end up this year, you're two-time CHL goaltender of the year, but how much did that play on your mind as you approach the World Junior Tournament? You lost two years ago you ended up getting redemption this year. Was that, that that must have played on you a little bit in terms of, you know, wanting to represent your can, uh, Canada. I played on the Olympic team back in the 90s, so I know what it's like to wear that, that crest on your shirt. But also for you, how important was that for you to get back there and, and kind of uh, and get that second shot at winning the gold medal at the World Juniors? Yeah, I know when I was sick there, um, my biggest goal was just to get back and help you for the Canada Rest of the Series, which is kind of uh, the first step of the, in the process of choosing me the national junior team and um, that's actually when I came back I came back a game before I had to go and play for uh, Team WHL in that Canada Russia series and um, I know for me I just wanted to get back uh, healthy and, and ready to go for, for camp in, in December for Christmas camp with the juniors and, and just be ready for the tournaments on the 26th and um, I think this year we had a, a really close group of guys and and just had a lot of depth with our players and I think in a short-term event like that like the World Juniors um, you have to have a close group of guys and honestly that was the reason I think we won is just how tight we were and and it was just a bit different than the year before and and uh, it was it was awesome. I remember talking to you you know in camp back in September where you were really psyched for the outdoor game in Buffalo but that ended up being pretty Rough conditions for everybody, especially oh. the goalies out there. That was uh, that had to have been one of the toughest games you've ever played, just in terms of you know seeing the puck and, and all you know the elements. Oh, for sure. Yeah, after the first period, you couldn't see the puck. Like there was, they were shoveling, they were shoveling off ice every five. They're shoveling off snow off the ice every five minutes, taking it off and just wheelbarrows full of snow. It was ridiculous. Unbelievable. Like my jersey was frozen, and my water bottle on the back of the net froze, and it was it was. Nuts. <laughs> That was I. I remember seeing that guys, and I remember uh, we were with the, I was with the NHL Flyers in their locker room because that's all they do post Christmas. I remember we were saying to ourselves like, maybe they got to stop this game because someone's going to get hurt. That's what it looked like at the time, but that, that was more snow, Carter, than I'd ever seen in my entire life falling one sheet of ice. <laughs> yeah, it was it was ridiculous, honestly. How much I mean, how how bad the conditions were, but. Um... 
I think I don't know what their plan is moving forward. If they're going to keep having outdoor games at the World Junior, I don't. I think in such a short-term event like that, the right place to have those kind of events. Um, and then with how meaningful the game is, I mean, I'm if we would have if we wouldn't have won the tournament, I'd be saying, yeah, that outdoor game was wasn't very good. But I mean, we ended up coming out on top, and I think it was just a really cool right. experience to have gone through playing an outdoor game. I know it would have been the perfect way to to cap your career at ever to you know to win the Western League Championship coming as close as you guys did, you know and and had but ha, but you had you had the progression there where you had a you know several years there where you were able to get to win around the playoffs couldn't seem to get over the hump in the second round, you know were I know it had to have been a very disappointing thing but were you you know were you able to watch the uh, the, the Memorial Cup at all? I mean, I, I know sometimes the guy loses in the playoffs. You really don't want to watch any more hockey after that that season. Yeah, actually, it was forced to actually because of um, the CHL awards were in Regina at the Memorial Cup, and all the award winners actually had to go to um, all of the games or to the semifinals and the finals. So we had to go and watch. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a nightmare. But you got At least you ended up getting your uh, your reward out of it, and, the, and a great award, a, a monumental uh, reward. Carter, when you guys look at it, have you had a chance? Uh, you know, you come in after for the, the the camp. Have you had a chance at all to talk to Ron Hextall or Chris Pryor, Dave Hextall, and, and try to get a feel for what their expectations are? And in the second part of that, your expectations of yourself uh, as you head into really your first camp, where you know you're going to be around the Philadelphia area at the end of at the end of training camp, one way or another. Yeah, I mean, I had exit. We had our exit interviews with Ron and Chris um, after development camp, and I mean, they said the same thing uh, to me. And just a couple weeks ago, the same thing they told me in September, and and I was just be ready to be a pro next year. Um, I mean, whether that's in Philly or in Lehigh, um, I'm going to be a pro next year, and that's my approach. And coming into camp in September, I have a couple of months here at home of training and and a lot of work ahead of me to get ready and prepared for September and. Obviously, my goal is to play in the NHL next year, and um, that's my goal right now. And if I mean, if Lehigh Valley is a good spot too, I've been up there a couple times now. And um, but for me, my goal right now is to play in the NHL next year. And, and I, I think that that's that's kind of the key for, for any player. I think you would agree where you have to you have to focus on what's in your control because there's a lot of decisions that are out of your hands. So all you can try to do is, I guess, to put your best foot forward. Is that kind of the the mental approach you're taking? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think you just have to worry about what what you think of yourself coming into camp and just kind of worry about yourself. I mean, you're fighting for a spot with other players and other guys, and um, when you step out on the ice, you can't worry about what other people are thinking. You can't worry about what fans or or coaches or staff are thinking about you. You just have to kind of worry about yourself. Carter, as we come up down uh, the stretch here, what exactly, could you tell us something, a couple things about yourself outside of hockey to introduce yourself to Philadelphia fans? Something about Carter Hart that maybe none of us know, but certainly the fans would love to hear. Um, And if that's that's too much for you, we'll just just wait and we'll just wait and bide our time with you and figure it out ourselves. (laughs) Uh, I played a lot of ball growing up. I mean, I quit when I was 14, tried to kind of pick one or the other, and then... um, I play guitar. <laughs> I don't know if that's that's awesome. That's pretty yeah, that much about it. <laughs> and you know what? I played with a, a lot of guys that were really, really accomplished guitar players. So uh, I'm glad somebody actually now is keeping that tradition on. That's well, did great. You, did you um, 
Did you play with Ron Sutter at all? I didn't play with one of the Sutters. I played with uh, Sean Burke, actually, the goalie for Team Canada back in 92. I played with him with the Flyers. He was a tremendous guitar player, and uh, oh, wow. I think it was great. And, of course, he was a goalie. So we'll see, yeah. him out on the, uh, we'll see him out on the circuit this year. But he, he was tremendous. I think it's great. Yeah, because yeah. my, well, my roommate in Everett, Riley Sutter, his dad played, obviously played for, played for Philly for nine years, right? Yeah, for for those for those who don't know, uh, Riley's dad is, is Ron Sutter, the former Flyers captain, and uh, I know I know you you and uh, Riley were roomies, correct? Yeah, I mean Riley are like brothers. And, yeah, that's uh, great. They're all, that's a decorated hockey family in Alberta, so oh, I mean that's for sure. as good as best right there, yeah. And uh, you, of course, this year you had the you know you had uh, you had. Wyatt there with you this year in, in, in camp too. You know, for for fans who are are not familiar with with Wyatt's style of play, what can they look forward to from uh, you know from Wyatt? Yeah, I think Wyatt is he plays the game hard. He plays the game the right way. Um, I think he's a guy who really thrives under Kevin Constantine's system, and I think this year obviously is a bit of a change for all of us with Dennis Williams. But I think uh, once Wyatt adjusted, he really stepped up, and and I mean he's. Are on our top D pairing there, so Riley had to, uh, Wyatt had a really solid year this year. Um, I know he blocks a lot of shots, so that's, I, I don't mind that. But um, he's uh, he's a really solid defender, and he plays hard, and he's got some skill to his game, and um, I think he'll be a really good player. Or lastly, for me here, anybody uh, the new young guys that you've you've come up with, anybody that you've uh, built been able to forge a special relationship with early that you guys have kind of buddies, and maybe we'll see that relationship blossom down uh, in the years to come. Um, in Philly. Yeah, just any of the new guys maybe you played with uh, elsewhere that you haven't uh, you, you've known from before outside of the Philadelphia relationship. Yeah, I mean, just guys like Phil Myers and Mark Friedman. I mean. From- from camps and from Phil playing World yep. Juniors with Phil last year, and uh, obviously Wyatt as well, and, and uh, there's other guys there too that I've got to know really well. Um, Ole Lixel, from the guy from uh, Sweden, he's a year younger than me. He was my roommate at Dev Camp actually the year before, and uh, we became pretty good friends. So I think that's the cool thing about all those camps and stuff is you get to meet all these new people and and uh, meet some new friends. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, what uh, we found out before the before the show started that you're actually uh, you know you're you're toughing it out here. You you went through uh, a little bit of uh, you know had some wisdom teeth out. Anybody who's been through that's no fun. So how are you how are you feeling right now? Um, actually pretty good. I don't have any swelling, so that's good. Um, I just need mashed potatoes and mashed carrots and stuff like that, <laughs> ice cream. So not a bad uh, not a bad gig when you're just eating ice cream all day. I had that I had that same surgery at 17 years old, Carter, and I'll tell you one thing: it was the worst pain I'd ever gone through in my life, and that was in 12 years in the NHL. So uh, I know where you're oh, at. And I hope you're feeling better. That is that is absolutely the worst. Yeah, it's not fun. No. So it was yeah, it was, it was awesome having you here, Carter, and uh, we're looking forward to following you through training camp, talking to you there, and you know, seeing seeing what goes on your rookie season. So thanks a lot for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Carter. Yeah, look forward to seeing you in camp, bud. Have a great summer. Sounds good, man. Thank you. So that was uh, that was Carter Hart, everybody. Carter is uh, you know Carter's a really remarkable kid because he, you talk to him and you forget how young he is, you know, and and the composure that he has off the ice. I mean, he's a really 
really bright kid who gets it. He has a lot of mental maturity as, as well as physical maturity, and I think that's one of the yeah. things he has. You know, as a young goalie, because a lot of a lot of young goalies, you know, they they might have a lot of physical skills with Carter, although there's some adjustments he's going to have to make. You know, to, to the pro game, Carter is really a mentally tough kid. I think that's one thing that. Uh, you know, that as he develops, whether it's a, a year in Lehigh, half a year in Lehigh Valley, you know, whatever, whatever it is, whether it's one season, a year from now he's pushing for an NHL spot or, you know, maybe even makes a push at some point this season. But I, I do think that, uh, you know, this is a kid who has a, a lot of things going for him and a very bright future ahead of him. Yeah, and you know what, Bill, that being said, too, you know, I don't want to put words in Ron Hextel's mouth or anything. He's obviously the boss. But, you know, I Carter Hart, has there ever been a goalie – uh, and, and as long as I can remember at that age, that's been as touted and as hyped as Carter Hart. Uh, you know, and again, and it's not, it, 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 that comes sometimes with a little bit uh, of a burden, but I think listening to him and hearing him, you can tell that little bit of inner confidence, a little bit of a cockiness about him that you want your goalies to have. Uh, I have a feeling uh, this guy's going to have a very, very, very strong NHL career. And you know what else I saw one day with the fans down there at the um, – uh, in Voorhees, he was just awesome with the fans too. He's a very likable guy. Uh, he's very, very approachable, and uh, I think that uh, Philadelphia is going to certainly like having this guy around uh, when, when his time, when he's ready, and when the Flyers and Hextall and, and crew feel that he's going to be that goalie moving forward. Absolutely, absolutely. So, want to thank everybody for joining us today. We'll be back next week with another special guest. It's going to be a an ongoing feature here. We're not going to tell you uh, ahead of time who we're getting, but we're, we have a whole slate of guests lined up, so uh, it's, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, always, always fun to, you know, catch up with Bundy off the air before we go on as well. So, um, you know, just one, yep. one quick note here. We have the uh, charity classic coming up on Sunday. Bundy has a team. Flyers alumni have a team. Brad Marsh, uh, Brian Prop. So we hope to see everybody there. It's going to be great. We're going to be down there early. I know that uh, me and my family are going to be doing the, the 5K walk. Uh, you're ahead of me right now, uh, buddy, in fundraising, and that's really not acceptable. <laughs> yeah. So well, I'm going to start taking this you in the high out of time. Yeah. That's right. So. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. Well, have a, have a great weekend, everybody, and uh, we'll catch up with you all next week. Take care, everybody.